Simple Life Together, episode 67. Simplify Your Wardrobe, Redo. Hi, and welcome back to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Welcome back to Simple Life Together. On the last episode of this show, we talked all about predicting your future by taking steps to create it yourself. On today's show, we're going to follow up on a show we did about 20 episodes ago and bring you up to speed on how Project 333 and the Dress with Less program has worked for us. When your goal is to simplify your wardrobe, you don't expect to learn a whole lot of lessons about your attachment to stuff, but that's just what happened with us. It sure did. And so it was, I can't believe it was 20 episodes ago already. So episode 47 was all about how to simplify your wardrobe, what our ideal wardrobe would look like to each of us. We each talked about what we thought would be best for us and issues that we thought we'd face. And we introduced Courtney Carver's Project 333, which you can find out more about by going to simplelifetogether.com forward slash dress. And we share that we were getting ready to give it a shot. Well, today we're following up on that. And as we're, we were having a candid conversation really was all it was. We mm-hmm. sat down and, and uh, well, we'll, we'll explain that in, in a minute. We recorded some audio, but we were just having a candid conversation. We figured, all right, we really need to just go out to the shed quarters and record this. Yep. <laughs> I think, I think I'm going to repeat that here in this audio clip too. So really it was just uh, you and me mm-hmm. having a little one-on-one talk. And we thought that, you know, folks who listen to the show would appreciate being a fly on the wall. Yeah. So, all right. So I'm just going to play that clip as is. All right. So Vanessa and I were having a conversation about uh, Project 333. And uh, we were going through and just having a candid conversation. I think you were on the couch, babe, and I was sitting in my chair, of course. That's my natural the habitat. The chair. Yeah. The glider. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we as we were talking, uh, we were a few minutes into it and we realized we really need to be capturing this stuff. This is an episode. Mm-hmm. So we decided to come out here to the world shed quarters and sit down and talk about it a little bit. And it's, so this is going to be kind of a non-standard episode Mm -hmm. and more of a candid conversation, I guess. And, uh, so, you know, we got the thinking that we're two full cycles into this. We, we started, um, we did Courtney Carver's dress with less course. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was back in October. Right. I Um, think so. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so we're two full cycles through this. And, uh, and that's two seasons too, mm-hmm. like winter and spring. So, and here in where we live in San Antonio, we pretty much just have winter clothes and then the rest of the year. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so, well, uh, I think the thing that kind of sparked this too, was that we realized that Dan and I both had very different experiences going through this. It was a lot more traumatic for me. And, but there was a lot that we learned through the project. And I think that's kind of what sparked this idea to just have this candid conversation, free flowing conversation. And, and Dan, I think what you're going to do is just kind of ask me because Dan's thing was simple. It was easy for him to go through this whole process Yeah, it was, <laughs> and not to stereotype, but, um, but yeah, it was just easier for him to have a simple wardrobe, not so much for me. And so Dan said, well, you know, I'd like to just ask you some questions. And I'm like, okay, well, bring it. Let's see what we can, <laughs> what we can do. And honestly, I have no questions prepared, but I was, I went back and I looked and it was a uh, simple life together. Episode 47 is mm-hmm. where we first addressed this, uh, called simplify your wardrobe. 
You can find that at uh, simplelifetogether.com slash 047. And uh, this is where we first brought it up. And some of the uh, things that we discussed were, you know, what things shape your current wardrobe. And you said it was work, climate, culture, lifestyle, and personality and image. Mm -hmm. And I, I would imagine that those really haven't changed too much, right? No, they haven't. So it's all still pertinent right now as far as what shapes my wardrobe. Right. So do you want to start maybe with a, a bottom line up front um, on this one? And I, I know when we were talking, you said you really, really enjoyed going through. Overall, you enjoyed going right. through this process. Mm-hmm. It was a very healthy process to go through, right? Right. So the bluff, basically, bottom line up front is I highly recommend anyone that's on the journey for simplicity, that they go through this process in some shape or form, whether it be Courtney Carver's, you know, uh, Dress With Less, Project 333, whatever the case is, but really to test your limits is really the key. And I I equate it to our Edit and Forget It challenge, where it's really not about the numbers, because the challenge started back in 2013. It was called, you know, Edit and Forget It, Eliminate 2013 Things in 2013. Um, and then as we went through that challenge ourselves that we started, we realized it wasn't about the numbers. It was about discovering your challenges and your attachment to things and stuff and, and just the many obligations and you know, that you feel to collect and keep things. The and whole relationship stuff. with stuff. Really, yeah. it's all the relationship. And so, so I highly recommend you go through this because it's kind of the same process. And, and, and in the end, it's going to make you a little bit more aware and, and whatnot. And, and so I guess today we'll probably talk about my process of discovery through the whole thing. <laughs> right. So do you, um, is there some place you want to start? Well, maybe I start with a journal entry. Okay. Because, um, cause I you did, start... keep, you, kept, you kept the journal for a few days when you started out, right? For a few, for a few days. <laughs> my intention was to keep it through the entire project, but <laughs> I'm just not much of a writer. <laughs> so yeah, let's start with day one. It's Saturday morning. And I'm staring at a near empty walk-in closet that used to house so much of what I defined as me and my personality. Yep, I'm just standing in this empty closet wondering, what the heck have I just done and got myself into? I was obviously delusional when I thought I could edit my wardrobe in just two hours. Well, five hours and a couple of near breakdowns later, my closet is less than one quarter the size it was and my dresser drawers are practically empty. So now it's just me, my 33 items of clothing, and an empty closet now only full of mixed emotions. You okay? Okay. It's okay. You want me to finish reading for you? No. You got it? Although my wardrobe wasn't that big to start with, it was extremely difficult to edit it down to just 33 items. I mean, only 33 items? Who would do that? Well, Dan and I decided to do that, and I never thought it would be so difficult to edit my wardrobe, especially since I don't have that much anyway, and as a professional organizer, I'm in the habit of editing and letting go of items that I don't wear or need or have kept only, and have only kept what I truly do wear and love. So that was day one. So that was day one, and I'm getting emotional just because that's, I mean, that's how I felt. It was just like, wow, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so day two rolls around, and here's my entry. Well, I woke up and the first thing I did, even before going to the restroom, was check out my wardrobe. Yup, still pretty empty. Nothing really changed. So I cried again. 
I was grumpy all day, frustrated with the challenge, even more frustrated with my emotions. But miraculously, as the day went on, I started to settle into the idea of living with less. It's not like this was life or death. It's a simple challenge, and one I don't have to commit to if I don't want to. So that seemed to brighten my spirits a little. And with that, I revisited my closet, made some final edits, and settled into the fact that this was just a challenge. Only a three-month challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then day three. Felt better today. Decided to organize what was left of my closet. And like any organizing project for me, it was therapeutic. But I realized I was uncomfortable with so much dead space. I was even more uncomfortable with things looking all disheveled. (laughs) So I cleaned things up a bit, and boy, what a difference. My closet actually looked pretty beautiful. Clothes hung nicely and freely instead of all crammed up and sloppy looking. There was ample space between the hung garments. You could actually see the full length of each piece instead of just its profile or sleeve. It was almost like looking at an Ikea or Alpha wardrobe system like they portray in magazines. I used to laugh at those magazine pics of closets that had two inches of space between every hanging piece. I'm not laughing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where my journal ended. <laughs> so, But you can see I kind of went through um, some emotions. But it didn't stop there. I mean, I continued to go through a lot of different things through the course of the two, I guess, seasons of the, the challenge. Right. So when you, um, so what did you do with the stuff, uh, the stuff that you removed, you put it in the attic, right? I did. I put it in the attic and basically what I did was I didn't, when I initially started, I started not just with the, um, the 33 items. Um, let me explain. Courtney Carver says that your undergarments and your casual wear or workout clothes don't count, but you know, I decided to go all out. (laughs) (laughs) So I tried to incorporate that as well. That's why my my dresser drawers, which has all this, all that stuff in it, I edited that all out too. So, so basically, um, I, so I had about, you know, the 33 garments and a few other items. And then I think I stored about 300 items away up in the, in the, in the closet. Right. But in that process, in the attic, oh, I'm sorry, in the attic, yeah. but in the process of that, I ended up donating about 50 garments. So just in that, it was great for the, I don't sure. forget it challenge, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. So I didn't throw it away. You don't throw away your garments. You just, you keep it. You just store it away. And you kind of shop out of that for the next season. Absolutely. Right? So that's kind of the idea. That's kind of, to me, like silver lining. Right. <laughs> so, so you're not really giving away your stuff, but you get to go back and revisit it. And then qu- uh, quarterly or seasonally, you can switch them out. That's kind of the idea. Right. So um, I remember you telling me at one time that you had, there was, there was two issues that, that just bugged you. Um, one was the empty closet, yeah. and the other was knowing that your stuff was up in the attic. Yeah, I'm kind of weird where a lot of people will, they're fine with shoving stuff in the closet, even if it's organized or not. It, they close the door, and it's gone, and then and they don't see it. It looks clean. So your space looks physically clean because everything's picked up off the floor, off the tables, and put into a drawer or a cabinet or whatever. For me, I can see what's behind every door in my house because I know it's there. I've organized it. I know it's there. Right. And it's something that bothers me is kind of like food. I hate to waste food. <laughs> so I try to use up leftovers and whatnot. It's kind of the same thing with my clothes. Why have something if you're not going to use it? Oh, yeah, that's good analogy. So it, it, I don't know. It just tore me up that we ha- I had all these clothes up there 
And even though I knew I was going to be able to, sh- uh, to switch them out eventually, it just bugged me. And I still can't really explain it fully, yeah. except that it just bugged me that all my clothes were up there and I couldn't see them. Yeah. And for me, it was, um, I forgot I had them. You know, know, I mean, they're up there. I mean, I just went, just went up there a couple of weeks ago and I was like, what the heck's in this suitcase? And it was all my clothes, you know, (laughs) that I, that I just didn't wear. That's right. And, uh, and I opened it up. It was like, oh, wow. It was like a little time capsule. (laughs) Did you bring anything down? (laughs) I, I did bring one thing down. I think it was just a, a long sleeve shirt that was a duplicate of another long sleeve shirt that I had. And now, um, no, I don't need that anymore. It's too hot. <laughs> That's but, funny. You know, um Well, that was the first thing I had though. The second thing was that I didn't like the emptiness of the closet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go with that. Yeah, I didn't like the emptiness of the closet because things didn't hang as neatly for that was yeah. sheer aesthetics, though, right? And that's the aesthetic thing, but that's important to me as well, because yeah. that gives me peace of mind when things are um, a little bit more symmetrical, if you will, and in their place. And I found that my clothes, because there was so much space, they were sliding all over the place, and it, they, it just looked sloppy, and I'd have some shoes, because I edited my shoes down quite a bit. It, it just looked weird, like they weren't where they're supposed to be, only had three shoes on a shelf, and and it just... It was weird for me. I had a very hard time with that. So, yeah, but you solved that by using the the hanging bar in a different way. We have those. Uh, I can't stand them, but they're just like builder grade wire shelves. Right. And then uh, where the wire shelves end, there's just like one thin wire rod going across mm-hmm. that you can slide your things back and forth on. And you took the hangers. And you put them, instead of attaching them to the lower bar that you're supposed to, that it's designed for, yeah. you attach that up top between the uh, the wire on the shelf. Yeah, the slats on of the, the shelf. wire. Yeah, yeah, basically. Exactly. So they would hang even. So yeah, now I have one in each little slot there, and they're perfectly spaced. I mean, it's really awesome, to be honest with you. And it's just as easy to take it off of that yeah. than as it is on the, the clothing rod. And I know that opens you up to criticism. It about does. Being, you know, I'm a, and, but I did it too. I did it because I like the look of it. And I'm not very OCD, which a lot of people might think that organizers are, but that just bugged me. And so that gave me a little bit more peace. So that really helped things out. And actually, that'll probably be the picture on our website when we do this blog post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show notes. But anyway. <laughs> right. So those are the two things that bothered me was having my clothes away and not being used. And then two was the aesthetics of the closet. So you donated over 50 items, mm-hmm. you stored over 300 away, and your thought process when you were going through this was um, to make sure you had the stuff that you needed for lifestyle, such mm-hmm. as like travel and camping and business, mm-hmm. and any major events, conferences, speaking gigs, which we did have some during that, that time, um, and also the weather. Right, and so I recommend that, you know, I just... I, you know, everything's like an organizing process for me, (laughs) go figure. But if anyone's going to go through this, if there's any listeners out there that are considering going through this challenge, that's just some of the things that you might consider really. What is your lifestyle, you know, personally and professionally, the weather. And again, you can switch out seasonally. I mean, that's kind of the whole thing. And then, um, and any uh, events coming up and so forth, right? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And any events coming up. So I know that when we started the um, the challenge we had a couple different conferences that we were right. attending. So, but we started in October for us and for our seasons. That's kind of a rough time to start because you are really between. It could be ninety degrees one day, and then it, and very shortly after that, it was in the you know thirties and forties. Yeah. Um, 
I would think if you're going to start living with fewer things, now would be about the right time. Like to begin late spring, early summer, and then you were you're not gonna you're not like in the middle of a, a change out. Yeah. Would you agree? I, I would. I would. But okay. But me personally, any time is a tough time to start. <laughs> if <Yeah>. you're like me, <laughs> and yeah. attach to your clothes a little bit. <laughs> so let me run this by you though. When we go camping, yes. we have uh, maybe like a, a square foot, uh, these little zipping, uh, they're Ikea uh, cloth boxes, if you will, that zip and fold down and so forth. But when, when we go camping for like up to a week, that's all you have is one little square of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about before, when you're traveling, if you can pack for a week, you can pack for a month. If you can pack for a month, you know, with the exception of really bad weather, you can pack for a year. True. So um, it really wasn't, it's not as much utility sometimes as just knowing that it's a relationship issue with yes. the stuff that you have. Is that correct? I think, I think you're right. Especially for me personally, and I think that probably yeah. is a, the case for many people. Because you get bored of one outfit. You're looking for a different look. And and other things. You tie a lot of your personality to your clothing. Yeah. Uh, to how you feel about yourself, how you want to be portrayed, how you want other people to portray you, I guess, or think about you. And it's just, it's an image thing. Yeah. And actually, that's one of the things that I went through. One of the challenges and some of the discoveries I made was that I kept asking myself, you know, do your clothes really define you, Vanessa? And I kept going back and forth between yes and no, yes and no. You know, and I was at, I was having like this conversation with myself. You know, are people going to think of you differently if you dress differently? Yes and no, yes and no. And, and but I was like, but really, is the Vanessa, the, the Vanessa inside, is that going to, do my clothes change who I am, my values, my personality, and my outlook on life or whatever? Is that really, are my clothes going to change that? And I've, Finally, just came to the conclusion that um, that no, there it won't, it won't. But yet, I still like to look and feel good in my clothes. Right. And the other thing I discovered too is that you know I I have come a long way with my fitness journey. It's now 13 years since I've been committed to fitness and healthier lifestyle, and that had changed so much about my self image. That, um, and, and I felt more confident in clothes and stuff. So that was really important to me. So I attached my fitness to my clothes because clothes that I wear now, I wouldn't have been able to wear when I was 40, almost 50 pounds heavier, right. you know, and I just, it, it really boosted my self esteem. So I guess there's some connection there to my clothes. It's weird. So anyway, I went through a lot of different things like that, these questions and just kind of analyzing why are you, why are you still so attached and trying to figure it out? And so what do you think is, the right number for you? Where do you kind of feel comfortable? Well, I guess I started with the, the 33. Right. And that just really stretched me too thin. It was just too hard. Then I bumped it up to 60 and I felt pretty good with that. That was okay, but it just wasn't quite right for me. But and so, is the, And that's including your workout gear and everything though, yeah. right? All the stuff that you, you know, if you follow the specific rules of mm-hmm. 333, you'd probably still be pretty darn close, right? Right. And then, um, but I think the healthy number was more between 90 and 100 items. So yeah. workout clothes. Um, Shoes. I didn't include, I didn't include underwear and yeah. socks. I, I didn't include that at all. But, um, but my workout gear, casual clothing, workout, uh, work clothing, business attire. So 100 was about the happy medium for me. Right. So 
100 is better than 400 items, which I started off with. So that was just for me, that was healthier. Yeah. And it made me, I filled a lot. I've, I felt a lot better and at ease. My closet looked better. Sorry, our closet. (laughs) Our closet (laughs) looked better. Now it's ours. (laughs) (laughs) It looked better. And, um, and I had a little bit more variety, a comfortable variety for me. But the name of Project 33, um, I mean, there's two separate things. There's dress with less, which is the course that she has. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've, we've had that on our website. You can find that at simplelifetogether.com forward slash dress. And the really, I think the, the difference between project 333 and dress with less is where in dress with less, it talks about, if I recall, the, um, it's more with the, uh, the objectives of this is not, she says right off, if 33 is not the number yeah. for you, you have to figure out what the right number is. That's right. Because it's very difficult for somebody to go from, you know, workout gear to business attire if that's their typical day to day. Or if you are in, like in my case, I wear mostly casual clothes mm-hmm. every day. It's rare when I have to put on, I mean, I wore a, I wore a sport coat speaking this past weekend and, you know, that was a, that was a significant emotional event for me to try to find something that looked <laughs> presentable. He looked sharp though. He looked awesome. I, I did. I looked damn good. I got to admit. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, but I, and you know, here's the thing. I felt comfortable. That was the, that was it. Um, but I've always. Okay. But, yeah. And why did you feel more comfortable? Because well, you've been a lifestyle change with your health and fitness, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. And so there's that, there was a connection. There That's is kind defi- of a connection I had with my clothes because wow, I feel good because I yeah. worked for this healthier body yeah, and I could wear this and feel confident when I'm out there right. in front of a group of people. Yeah, that's true. So I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying, yeah. <laughs> well, can I, can I go back to why we even started project 333? Yes. At least for me was that, you know, Dan and I have both been on the, the front end of all out consumerism basically. Well, kind of, I mean, and I've shared this on past shows where, I was at the point where I was about $24,000 in debt and it was just from spending, spending, spending. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And that's after, I mean, that's while earning a six figure income or close to it at that point. Close to it. Yeah. yeah. And so, and I'm leading hundreds, you know, of troops and I was supposed to be setting the example. Well, I wasn't in my personal life. I mean, I had my electricity shut down twice and here I am. I was a captain in the air force, a new captain. And it was just, to me, it was just pathetic. So that's when I started to make my switch too, as far as getting out of debt and all that good stuff. But so we've been on that end, you know, consumerism, debt, you know, want, want, want. And then, but we're talking about simplicity, but I've never really experienced or pushed my limits towards minimalism. So that's why this challenge was very interesting to me because I thought, you know, a lot of times what Dan and I say, the show is about kind of bridging the gap between consumerism and minimalism. And although we adore, I adore minimalism and I admire folks that live a very minimalist lifestyle and I kind of want to be there eventually, but I just thought, well, let me experience a piece of that. And, and so I can kind of talk on both ends of it. And so that's kind of why we start, at least that's why I started Project 333. So what that tells me is that on the minimalism side, um, it's a lot of emotional growth that has to take place. Mm-hmm. You have to grow emotionally while getting rid of stuff. So those things that uh, um, maybe that tension that you feel now for wanting to change clothes, 
has to be dealt with. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. In a certain way. Absolutely. Yep. Just like my connection with some of, uh, you know, tools and things like that. Yeah. And a lot of my old military gear. So it's very interesting. Now, we, we've talked a few times about uh, some of the quality wardrobe stuff that we had purchased, especially for like travel gear and, and it, and it kind of morphed into everyday gear with the uh, merino wool stuff. Mm -hmm. How did that stuff work out? Well, first of all, you, you kept most of that out during 333, right? I did. I kept a a lot of that because that a lot of our lifestyle was traveling and camping. And so that's specifically what we, what we got it for. No. Um, So, so was that, would you still look back and say that that, um, that's a positive move to get that stuff or, I, I, yes, I thought for us it is because it meant our lifestyle and I used it, still use it, love it. It was, an, right. yes, it was an investment with some of the clothing. There's only one item that I got that I really don't care for. Right. Um, but, uh, other than that, everything else I, I love, 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 love. Why you don't, is it a style thing that you don't care for that piece or? Yeah. And it just doesn't fit right. Like there's a zipper on the side. It's a zipper pocket, but it juts out so much. So it makes my hips look like they're four inches wider. <laughs> I know it's a chick thing, but I'm just saying it just yeah. looks funky. Yeah. It's a skirt, is what it is. Yeah. So it's shorts with a skirt over top, kind of like you know. Tennis. A skirt, not a sh- not chance. Not a chance. <laughs> right. Or a spork. What's right? a spork? It's a spoon and a fork. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. A- <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, hey, I have got a tool. It's a, a spoon, a fork, and a knife. What would you call that? A spork. <laughs> That's what it's called. So. <laughs> Well, you know, okay. <laughs> so, so yes, that was a definitely, a, definitely a great purchase, and I know yeah. you love yours because, you know, it's hot as can be sometimes, and we can wear our, our merino wool, and we might be sweating in it, but it dries and airs out so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can does. wash it easily. So I love it's it. not it's not um, heavier feeling than a cotton t shirt, no, which which uh-uh. gets soaked and stays soaked. Yeah. So okay, well, um, I just thought some of this stuff kind of had to come out. Is there anything else that you wanted to, anything else that comes to mind and your lessons learned over the last uh, six Oh, well, yeah, lessons learned for sure. I mean, you know, it was one thing going through um, the emotions. You know, what what do I say? Let me go through the emotions first and then I'll go through the motions. (laughs) And so, uh, so, you know, emotionally it was really challenging. but But then once I got into it, it was really quite easy and quite convenient. It was great. I mean, being able to wake up and go, okay, I know what workout gear. I've only got like three choices to of clothing to use to work out in. Great. And then, you know, what, when it was casual wear, only a few choices there. Business attire, only a few choices. So that was really, really nice. But some of the, the things that I learned out of the whole project was one that I gained a better understanding about me and my attachment to clothing. And, and I think once you know that, like, you know, they say knowledge and truth is, you know, kind of empowering. And yeah. for me, it really was, even though the truth hurt about my attachment to things, it really did make me more aware and more mindful about, about why I purchased things, why clothes are so important to me. And so, so knowing that it helped curb some of my shopping, it didn't eliminate it completely. I'll be honest with you, but I realized it, what happened was I realized more of what kind of clothing I like what fits me best, what makes me feel best in, in the clothing. So when I do pick out new clothing, I know exactly what I'm looking for. That's cool. That's a, that's a big step. And the other thing is I, I do know that I do like quality. And of course we talked about this before, several times, you know, quality versus quantity. 
And so, because to me, the investment is that that stuff is going to last a lot longer, like right. merino wool and stuff like that. So that's the other thing. Um, I know that when I do go in to make a purchase, now I'm going to ask more questions like, do you really need this, Vanessa? Do you have something else that you can reuse, repurpose, or whatever? So it, I just a little bit more mindful about a purchase. And sometimes I'm like, no, I'm going to get this. And sometimes I'm like, <sighs> and I'll just return the item. I yeah. won't even keep it or I don't even make it to the register. Right. So so it has definitely helped me with that. Um, it's made me um, a little bit more efficient at packing, of course. Like this last conference that we went to, it was a week-long conference with meetups and socials and, <laughs> speaking. and, and speaking gigs. Yeah. So there was a lot of attire, but I was able to pick out a couple of like just different pants and sh- and skirts that I would just switch out the tops to. And so Dan and I, all we had were carry on bags for a week's worth of, you know, all different types of clothing that we needed. And actually folks, other organizers were like, all you have is that carry on. We're like, yep. And they're like, but you guys look fabulous. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were able to kind of uh, make that really efficient and not have to worry about checking baggage. That was kind of cool. Um, anyway, there's a lot of things that I learned from it, you know, being able to mix and match pieces, just like I talked about, not just for traveling, but for, you know, everyday wear. And, and I don't know, I guess it's just overall, like I said before, it really is the best part about this challenge is just learning more about your relationship to your stuff and your clothing. Yeah. But, um, but I have to tell you, I am getting the itch to edit again. Yeah. Now I have too much in my closet again. Because yeah. what happened was to fill you to fill y'all in is that I actually decided to bring all my clothes down because I didn't like them up in the attic. I just for whatever reason I didn't like them up there, so I brought most of my clothes down. Did another edit, got rid of probably about twenty five things, but even still, I'm like, there's too much in here. I'm ready yeah. to let go, so I'm ready to get back down to like a hundred items, and that's it. So, cool. So that's my little story. Well, now, Dan, tell us about yours though. I mean, what's your so in in a nutshell? <laughs> Uh, in a nutshell, um, for me, it was, um, I, I have had some things that, you know, the old organizer's trick of, of, uh, take something in your closet, turn, you know, turn the hanger around. And if you don't use it in six months, it's probably time for it to go. Um, right. as you, if you wear yeah. it, put it, hang it, hang back, it back the regular up. way right. on the hanger. Yeah. So then you have an idea of the ones that are still turned around backwards, that those are the ones that you don't wear. Well, I know for a fact that there are stuff that I have not u- worn in years. Mm-hmm. But even though I've edited down so much, um, I've just kept them because, you know, Justin, you know, just right. in case. And, and some of those just need to go. And uh, I know that. Yeah. Uh, so th- really, that that's the biggest change for me. I understand more and more what I'm comfortable in and what I'm not comfortable in. And sometimes it's just a... Uh, uh, I do really beat myself up though when I throw away something I've hardly used or donate something I've hardly used. I know a lot of people do. We hear that on the I didn't forget it uh, Facebook page a lot, mm-hmm. and it's just a natural process. You spent your hard-earned money on it, and now you're just donating it. You don't see any return, right? And um, it's one of those lessons that you wish would you'd learn yeah. finally, but you keep making the same mistake. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far but as far as clothes that I'm comfortable in, I, I have a much better idea now. Yeah, my good old standbys of my uh, my Ranger panties and and my merino wool and my shants. <laughs> I love them. I love them. So, um, you know. Actually, I think I have more of an emotional attachment to some of your 
clothes than you do. Like, that looks so good on you. Yeah. I love when you wear that. But he's like, but we never go out to wear it. It's like, well, that just means we need to go out more. <laughs> we need more date nights, babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were awesome. You, he loved it. He was beaming with the, the challenge. Yeah. You're like, I love this. I love this. I love my drawer not having like, anything, anything in, in it. it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like it. Because, yeah, like yeah. my drawers, my drawers are all filed in there and it would be all sloppy. I'd have two items and it just looked messy. And I'm like, I like when they're nice and tight and fit but, in there. But see, my end goal is to not even have any of those dressers for when we live in a small house. Yeah. That is, I don't want to have any of those dressers. Maybe have one that everything fits in, yeah. a couple of hang up things. I could easily live out of the teardrop. You know, with the exception of I can't, uh, you know, it's hard to do a speaking Okay, so they build me the tiny house and then that, the teardrop will be the guest house and you'll just stay in there. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. No, I'll miss you. <laughs> but, you know, I, I know what you mean. The, the whole thing with, um, with this little interview or follow up, I guess is what it is, is we try really hard to, um, let folks know what we're going through and our successes and our failures. And we don't just want to say, Hey, we started dress with less and, you know, and then not really give, uh, uh, not close the loop and let you know that it's not all peaches and cream with anything. Once you started, there's mm-hmm. follow up, there's issues that you have to deal with. There's ways to learn and, and grow. And we just want to make sure that we're as um, transparent as we can be that, you know, it's not all peaches and cream on the haze side of the house mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to these things. We're still, we still deal with the issues. And that's why th- this uh, show is about the journey. It's not about the destination. Mm-hmm. And um, so I know we have a ways to go. And I just, I, I hope that people uh, appreciate seeing the, the full picture that we're, that we'll share that. And we would like for you to take some time and in the comment section when we post this online, um, if you could take the time to let us know what your challenges are or, or what you think. What, mm-hmm. If you've tried this, what do you think? And if it's not close, what is your struggle? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd love to hear it because I think we all help one another grow on that. We said in episode one that we were looking for that, uh, and you restated it a little bit today, Vanessa, Worth, we're looking for something a community halfway between minimalism and, you know, all out consumer consumerism, like the rest of the country or the rest of the world. And we wanted to find something in between some type of community in between. And when we didn't figure, well, let's start talking about us and maybe some other folks will jump on the bandwagon. Well, that's still what this is all about. And we help each other out along the way. So that's why I thought it was just important to, Hey, let's just record this. Yeah. You know, this is really nothing more than a candid conversation between us. Other than I put the episode numbers in there. I don't usually do that when we talk you know, <laughs> when I'm talking to you on the couch. Yeah. We talked about that in episode 47. <laughs> didn't we, Vanessa? Just go to simple life together.com. So I zero four seven, you know, uh, so, you know, that's the, other than that, <laughs> this is pretty much how we talk to one another as we're going through things. And I would like to do more of this cause it's fun. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing that we can do that and kind of reflect on things and then yep. and then hopefully share it with you and that you, the listeners out there, can find something beneficial in it. Yeah. And that's really our whole goal. Yeah. And what drives us. And, and you know, uh, we talked about wanting, you know, information from you and not just the comments. We said long ago uh, we wanted to do profiles and simplicity once a month. Mm-hmm. And to be real honest, folks, we've only had one person step up to the plate. We'd like to have more. Mm-hmm. So if you would like to do a show like Tanya did with us, 
um, and a profile and simplicity to tell us about how you've grown. Uh, we would love that because uh, if we had more content like that, we'd be able to produce something every week. We just don't have the time to do uh, our own individual show anymore mm-hmm. um, because things have been getting um, growing in other directions. So, in a, in a good way, in a, in a yeah, deliberate in a good way. way. Yeah. So we would love to have more of that content where we talk with um, people and you share your story because everybody is interested in that. Mm-hmm. If you think that they're not, well, you're listening to us. And, you know, one day we decided, well, let's do a little podcast. Let's talk about us. Mm-hmm. And we struggle with the same thing. Who well, who want to know about us? Well, you know, that's exactly what our presentation was about. Well, it was about podcasting and, and whatnot. But the one thing that we told the audience is that you have your own unique voice, yeah. you have your own unique experiences, and there are people out there that want to hear it. They want to have a connection with you. They want to feel like you're in the same boat. And that's really kind of what this is all about. That's why we you know, started and sought out this community of simplicity seekers. Yeah. Um, yeah, please, if you would like to share your story with us um, and the rest of the Simple Life Together listener listeners out there, we would love for you to kind of let us know and... And we'll look at having you on the show and maybe and do a little interview with you. Exactly. And if you're worried about like the tech side of it from an interview standpoint, we can call you on your phone and, and record that. Or we could do Skype or Google Hangout if you want. Google Hangout or whatever. We could do that. So let us know because your story matters. It sure does. Well, thanks for having me on the show today, Dan. Sure. <laughs> I'd like to have you on every time. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks. Leave us some comments below. All right. Let's move on. So there you have it, kind of that little candid conversation. And so, you know, please let us know how it felt to be a little fly on the wall and listening to me kind of pour out my emotions and struggles <laughs> and all yeah. that good stuff with, uh, with clothing. Again, it was a, it was a, I think that was a pretty cool interview. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. All right. So I guess we'll move on to the thing segment. Do okay. you, you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. My thing was, um, we were out in Phoenix last week, and um, I just, this really doesn't have a, a lot to do with simplicity, but I guess a lot of people find it pretty simple to mingle and meet new folks. I'm not one of those people. You know, I'm not a big mingler. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I had a fantastic time mm-hmm. and felt like I met so many awesome, awesome people that are part of, um, well, what you do as a professional organizer mm-hmm. and and in general, part of the whole simplicity world, mm-hmm. a lot of them. And it was just really very, very cool to meet so many neat folks. And yeah. I enjoyed my time there altogether. I enjoyed my um, mornings walking. I didn't enjoy all the issues we had with our website. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that was rough. But, so sorry about that, folks. I know this is way late, but uh, uh, I'm not even 100% sure we got everything worked out with it. But uh, anyway, I, that was that was my thing for the for this week for yeah. the show, I should say. Yeah, it's nice to connect with some like-minded folks and people just uh, trying to figure things out. And you know, everyone has a little bit of a different motivator, and there are business contacts, really. I guess yeah. or colleagues of mine, I should say. A lot of people that I follow and have followed, but got to know them personally and professionally, which was really, really kind of neat. Yeah. So yeah, we had a blast. It was yeah, a really, we sure it was did. a good time. Sure so <laughs> um, now my thing is that. I just met with a client yesterday, and she is motivated to edit a lot of stuff from her life. And what my thing is, is that not just that she's a client, I mean, that's great, whatever, but talking to her, I told her I could have swore she had listened to all of our back episodes, and she's not listened to one of our podcasts, but she was talking about how she wants to take charge of her life and her priorities, how she wants to slow down, 
how all this stuff doesn't matter, how, I mean, she even gave up um, part of a profession. And so, so it was really kind of neat to kind of meet somebody who's going through the same life journey that Dan and I are going on, a lot of you listeners out there. And, but what was really cool is that, so yeah, she's going through that, but I was kind of like a catalyst for her being there, kind of talking her through it, saying she's normal. She's okay. It's all right to be like that. And she thanked me and said, I couldn't have done this without you, at least being that little bit of a catalyst. And the reason why this is my thing is that I feel that you out there, if you're on the same journey, sometimes it just takes planting a seed or kind of being that catalyst in other people's lives to help them kind of move on and and to really focus on their priorities. You never know who you're going to influence. We are all leaders. And this actually has been repeated the last a few times over the last week. Um, where Dan and I have said, you know, you have your own voice, you have your own experiences, There's, share them, share them, because you never know who you can impact. Yeah. And so, yeah, just because, yeah, I'm a professional organizer, but it was more than that. That conversation that I had with her really kind of sparked her to make some change, and she was just so thankful. And so, anyway, I just thought I would share that with everybody. That's my thing. Yeah, I mean, we dig an awful lot deeper than just um, putting things in a pretty box and having it look pretty on a shelf. You know, this right. is really, this is life stuff. That's why I say I'm, I'm uh, more comfortable with calling myself a simplifier than I am a professional organizer. <laughs> right. So anyway, so that is my thing. Okay, Dan, uh, let's move on to, do we have any cues and comments? We uh, actually have a nice iTunes review from uh, McEvial wrote, I think I'm saying that right. Uh, <laughs> great content. Every episode, five stars. It's obvious how much prep work goes into each episode. Thanks for the valuable content and the easy listening. Well, you're very, very welcome. Thank you. That's our goal. Not as much went into this episode. I got to admit it was, but it was so cool just having this conversation. Said, Let, let's go out and record. Oh, it. very cool. All right. And okay. so um, under the announcements, Simple Rev tickets are available. So don't forget to pick up your tickets uh, to the Simple Rev Summit. It's being held on October 3rd and 4th in beautiful downtown Minneapolis on the University of St. Thomas campus. To get your tickets, just go to simplerev.com. You know what was cool? We also met another uh, professional organizer out there who is a big fan of, of um, I guess, of our show. And, um, and Joel's show. Yeah, and, and, Joel's and Joshua show. Becker. And I yep. think she's going to Simple Rev, too. She yep. says she's got her tickets, so that's exciting. Yeah, Woo-hoo. I know. There was a good amount of ticket sales this week. Remember, if you have questions or comments, you can find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com forward slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com forward slash Dan. I thought I'd do the forward slash. I usually say... Slash. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, that's it for episode 67 of Simple Life Together. Remember, when it comes to simplifying your life, there will be ups and downs. While you may set out to simplify your wardrobe, don't be surprised if you learn a lot more about yourself than just what kind of clothes you like. Simplifying leads us to be a lot more in touch with the why of things than it does about merely the what and the how. And be sure to pick up a copy of Supermom vs. Supermom, Simplicity Tips for Busy Moms, It's a simple life guide to getting organized, finding margin, and embracing simplicity for moms. Just go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash supermom to get your copy today. And as usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com forward slash 067. I kind of like saying that. Forward slash. Forward slash. (laughs) Yeah. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your... Simple Life Together.